welcome to the Conscious Coaches on the Mission, the podcast where we take super inspiring and profitable mindset, energetics, and online business strategy and get it into the hands of the most heart-centered people like you, creating mission-driven, soul-aligned businesses. I'm your host, Eugenia Oganova. I am a Clairvoyant seven-figure business strategist, personal transformation expert, and a messaging energetics coach with over 20 years of experience. I'm the owner and CEO of TranscensionGate.com and the creator of the Conscious Future Method. I'm also a best-selling author of three books, and I've been featured in over 100 publications, specializing in helping spiritual coaches and healers sustainably scale into multiple six and seven figures without forcing themselves to work harder by weaving masculine business strategy to feminine quantum energetics and customizing with their unique soul design and mission. Twice per week, in my 20-minute conversations, I'll be celebrating one lucky conscious entrepreneur on a unique mission, their expertise, business growth, leadership, and contribution to human awakening. Stick around to the end of the show. In 20 minutes, I'll reveal how you can be my next guest. Let's do it. Our today's guest is Monique Hayes. Uh, She is a psychic energy healer and a mentor, and she helps women reconnect to their bodies, activate their intuition, live authentic life, and she helps you use your body as an oracle so that you can be following this internal impulse throughout no matter what's going on in your life. So welcome, Monique. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Well, let's start by you letting us know how your work actually looks. Like we know that this is about the body. We know that this is about intuition. There are a lot of people that work with this, but you do something very unique with how you weave that into the body. So let's start there. Yeah, absolutely. So my work entails helping mostly women connect to their body on a deeper layer. We're we're all holding layers of emotional history in our bodies. And sometimes that doesn't show up as in your face as we think it does, or we think it's supposed to. So I can use my intuition to help women connect to their bodies, connect to those deeper layers, using their own intuition and developing this deeper connection with their body to move this energy, to clear this space so that we can invite in some higher vibrating frequencies to help them open up to whatever it is that they're wanting to create more of in their life. So is this inviting an energy that is literally her own, but for whatever reason disowned, or are we talking about inviting a multidimensional quantum energies to support some sort of a creation? Wonderful question. (laughs) That's a great question. So I will say short answer, both. So since I'm connected to their bodies intuitively and guiding them through this process, because it's a semi-active process, I also do passive energy healing, but where my, where I really love working with people is a semi-active process where it's a, a conversation. And so I'm connecting to their frequency. We're clearing out they're clearing out the, the memory, the emotional memory of it while well, I'm clearing it energetically. And then they're connecting to their higher self, to the next level of themselves, bringing in that energy into their body. So they're breathing that in as I am working in the quantum field, 
bringing in supportive frequencies that feel really aligned with where they're at in their life at this point in time and where they're going. So bringing in the quantum frequencies to support that journey of where they're going, they're connected to their higher self, their higher frequencies, breathing in those into their body to fill this space that we just cleared. And then from there, we, I bring in this, this wholesome energetic, um, like an encapsulation of energy so that their field can then integrate to these new frequencies. And that integration, does that translate into like how their body receives? Does it go through mostly emotional body or the astral, or does it go all the way into the DNA? Does it affect, let's say, their past, not just lives, but like genetically along the body line? Or is this mostly like um, etheric and emotional and astral transformation and then just makes the body feels more grounded? Yeah. Awesome question again. So I will say that most of the time we're going into the DNA, we're connecting with past lives, past traumas. We're clearing that we're clearing ancestral trauma and we're, we're, we're activating this frequency within the cells. Um, the only time that that wouldn't be the case is when someone's coming to me for like the first the first time I've ever met this person, I've ever connected with their energy. And there's just a lot to unpack. If there's a lot to unpack, typically we'll work with more of the mental, the emotional, the astral bodies, because their body might not be ready to fully absorb this new frequency and to fully align with it and to integrate this new frequency. So I use my own intuition to tune into what, where they're at, if they're ready to, to do that deeper level of healing, if, if their body can hold space and have the capacity to invite this new energy in. And if they're not quite there yet, then we'll work with those outer bodies first and um, this will help them then align to those frequencies a little bit and, and a little bit more softer of a transition than just go all the way, really bring that energy down into their cells. Yeah. So speaking of a lot to unpack, like when somebody comes in to work with you, what would be their initial, like, what would they come to you with? Would it be like, my body doesn't feel good? Or would it be, I'm emotionally like having anxiety? Like what would be the initial impulse to know that Monique is somebody I need to talk to? Yes. So I've experienced clients that have come in with just a nagging physical pain. A recent client that I had, she came to me because she was feeling emotionally overwhelmed. And throughout the session, we realized that her emotional overwhelm that she was feeling was actually connected to this nagging hip pain that she was experiencing. That wasn't the reason that she came to me, but the, the emotional overwhelm was. However, when we went deeper into the body, she was someone that was very open. I could go really deep and do some cellular work with her. So we were able to go into that left hip to clear the energy that was there. She messaged me maybe an hour after our session. And said, this is the, the longest and the first time that I've been pain-free in months. And so it's just, there's are sometimes... Everything is so intricately connected, as you and your audience know, and people will typically come to me if they have just a nagging chronic issue, if it's physical, emotional, mental, if it's just a stuckness or a stickiness, they're like, something's here, I don't know what it is, but I can't get to this next level. Or there's been a, like my pipeline and my, of my clients is just kind of like dried up. I don't know what's going on, but I feel like there's something here. Or it's someone that's just, I'm ex I just had a traumatic birth. I just worked with someone. She had a traumatic birthing experience and she had an emergency C-section. And so we worked with the energy of 
her sacral center and her lower abdomen, as well as her root and just bringing in those feelings of safety. And then that took us to a different area of her body that was holding on to pain because everything is connected. And then by the end of it, she was feeling better emotionally, feeling a little bit better physically and um, just feeling overall lighter. So it does, I will say people will come to me just with, there's just an, an overwhelming sensation that something is off. That may be physically, it may be emotionally, it may be mentally. They know that they're not where they want to be. They know that that they want to feel healthier. They want to feel more at peace. They want to feel more confident. They want to get past these limiting blocks. They want love. And they just, they can't identify what it is that needs addressed, but they know that some conventional ways or maybe even some other spiritual ways just haven't worked out for them in the way that they were anticipating they would. And then they will come to me and we'll clear that. Well, that sounds awesome. So what would you say is your superpower? I would say my superpower is helping people, specifically women, connect back to their bodies in the deepest level possible. Like just to be able to develop this this very um, authentic connection with your body and using your body as that oracle to guide you through some of the muddier times in life and to help you develop. I help women help themselves develop this sense of trust in their body when they are navigating those, those rough waters. And so being able to guide women back to their bodies and use their body as that oracle to navigate every other relationship that they have with money, with finances, with success, with relationships, with health, with their body, et cetera, um, to be able to use their body as a reflection of what's going on in, in their external life. I really, I believe that my superpower is helping women put on those glasses of what's going on within, how is that being reflected without, and then what is my body asking me to do about it? Even if they're feeling a lot of mental talk or feeling some fear that may be wanting them to take a more logical approach, I help them develop confidence in taking that intuitive approach at a deeper level, because with every level of success in relationships, with health, with finances, with career, there are those deeper levels of fears or limiting beliefs that will inevitably come up as we continue to expand. And sometimes it can feel easier listening to that logic, that little logical voice. But I want women to just feel so confident in their intuition and to trust that their body is the ultimate guide and it can help them move forward if they can activate their heart energy and just really feel a deep sense of self, a, a sense of authentic connection to their self and just be able to recognize this is my energy. This is how I feel. I know when something feels on, I know when something feels off because I've done because I've done the awareness work to know this is me. This is not me. Totally explains the whole process. And my next question is, what you're saying to me seems like it's exactly fitting in with the planetary transformation because of us going from this age of planning and structure and step-by-step -step rigid kind of an old patriarchal way into more of a flowing and individual perception, right? Which self-navigation is a requirement in that phase. So would you say more on that? Yes, absolutely. And I believe that my own healing journey has prepared me for what the world is going through right now, because it's like the world has gone through its own dark night of the soul and now it's coming out on the other end. And with that, there's a lot of identity death and it's, it's 
not even recognizing who you were at one point in time and, and having to grieve that and welcome in this new identity and embodying the energy around that while your body is going like your body, meaning the earth is going through this turmoil and some parts of you, some people in the world are ready for that transition. Other parts of you, other people in the world are ready for things to stay the way, the way they have been. And so I really think that a lot of us, especially us more spiritually aware and self-aware people we have been feeling this for a while. And so through our own healing, we can help the world navigate its healing because everything is a ripple effect, right? What we do for ourselves, we are energetically sending that out to everybody else. And so when we can learn to use our bodies to navigate and build that self-trust, then we can know, okay, this doesn't feel true for me. Like my, like if I'm connected to my highest self and I'm really tuning into that deep sense of self-trust, trust, does this feel true to me? 100%. And if that's a no, I'm not going to go for it. And that helped me and a lot of my clients navigate the last two years and just making decisions that were best for them at any given point in time and just trusting that the decisions they were making, even if it felt very scary, that if it felt really good in their heart, they could really act on that. And I have clients, they're thriving in business now because they did take that scary action when everything in their mind was like, you're crazy. Don't do this. Their friends, their family were saying that, like, you need to be more prepared. You need to be thinking of X, Y, and Z living in that fear state. Right. Which we all are going to experience fear. That's why we're here to have an emotional experience, but they trusted that inner voice because we spent some time developing their connection to it and they acted on that and their businesses are thriving now. Yeah. And this is like what I do is soul design and we look for profit potential within that so that the person does their business in alignment with how she's made essentially in this lifetime. So what you're saying sounds uh, like it's a pathway into that individual kind of a way for them. Do you find that a lot of times people are sort of mm, stuck in the tribal um, perspective, even if they themselves are not, but they just kind of like locked in um, let's say like, if I leave the tribe, then I'll be all alone. Or if I stand out, then bad things will happen. Or, um, everybody would judge me like worrying about what people think, like all these tribal overlays. Do you run into that a lot? Oh my gosh. So much that fear consciousness is so strong. And I, I've run into this a lot because our first three chakras, they are the ones that really ground our energy into our body. They're the ones that are first developed. And so a lot of women that that come to me they are aware of their upper centers but not so much of their lower centers like they can connect to their throat easily to their heart easily maybe even their solar plexus but their their sacral or their root it's, they have a little bit more of a more difficult time and that is just societal conditioning that we've all experienced and just how we fear how the media even leads with fear and some certain messaging that we get and it keeps us locked into this frequency. And when so much belief is going into a specific frequency, it's really easy to tap into that, especially if some people, they may have an awareness of the root and like the energies that are there, but they still might not realize that their parents and their parents' parents and their parents' parents' parents, they lived through very, they lived through times that, safety, security, stability maybe weren't guaranteed as much as as we have it right now in today's times. 
And so all of that is imprinted, as you know. And so I do believe that with the fear consciousness being as heightened as it was the last couple of years, that people, when they come to me, they feel they feel off, but they don't know why. Or they feel like it's so hard for me to take this step forward, but they don't know why, because it's just, it's so easy. Anytime we have a thought or a limiting belief that resonates with fear, or we feel shame as women, we're indoctrinated with shame. And so as we feel that, and we have lineage, a lineage of shaming women. And so as we feel that that's akin to fear as well. And so we're just, it's so much easier to plug into these frequencies because the masses are plugged into those frequencies. So getting, getting sucked into that frequency, isn't a bad thing. It doesn't mean that anyone's going backwards in their journey. It's just, okay, this happened. I'm aware of it. So now let me do what I need to do to pull myself out of it, to move forward. And that's where I believe really connecting to yourself and connecting to your heart frequency, connecting to your intuitive voice. It really allows you to feel safe in doing so and getting out of that, that fear consciousness, that tribal energy of doing things differently. And I think that's why having support is so important, whether it's a group of support or one-on-one or whatever type of support, even just finding someone that you vibe with, like your podcast listeners, they vibe with you and they listen to you and you're supporting them from afar, whatever that is, it's so important to have that external voice to say, you're not crazy. (laughs) You, you are moving, you're elevating, you're moving into more. It's safe for you to do this because even if we consciously are aware of that, I do believe that most of the population, regardless of how evolved you are on your journey or not, we do still have that little voice that's just like, well, what if, what if I do, what if this is the time that I leave and that tribal consciousness comes in and I die, right? That's ultimate fear. So it is so support having, it's so important having that support to ground us in that energy of it's safe to do something different. It's safe to evolve. It's safe to move forward. Otherwise, I think that we can get caught in just that cyclical trap of doing something a little bit, but then always self-sabotaging, finding our way back where we were. And so having someone that can see that and help guide you along. That is a very good point, actually, about having a guide kind of on a journey. And I find that um, as I watch humanity change over the years, the... um, transformation as people become a little more sensitive or the ones like us who probably been sensitive this way from the beginning um we perceive more but with that the morphogenic fields on the planet especially some of the negative ones like victim victimizer ones and um generational fields become very influential but now we consciously aware of it because of the sensitivity so that's like it kind of all goes back to the body doesn't it Yes, it does. And as we heal and we do these deeper layers of work and and we're more aware, our energy field is more open and it's more open to being influenced by these lower frequencies if we let our self-awareness slip, right? If we're not aware of, whoa, something feels off in my body right now. Whether you just walked into a space, someone walked by, you had a conversation with someone and you're like, something just feels a little off here. Not sure what it is yet, but I just know something's off. So it's so important to have that connection with your body because as you are evolving more and more on your journey and and you are healing more deeply, more deeply, more deeply, your energy field is more sensitive and it's, it, it is expanding as well. So you're also touching more people's fields and 
yes, we all know how to take care of our fields and energetic hygiene and grounding your energy and the importance of all of that. And we're still human and those things can still slip a little bit. So it is so important to just have this connection with your body to be able to recognize, I feel off. I felt off for a day or two. Something's not right. Is this mine? And then your intuition will answer you. And if it's not mine, okay, then let's do something to get rid of it. Or if it is mine, okay, what part of me is holding on to this? And how can I connect with that? Because even connecting to these parts of yourself is a form of intuitive development and trusting your body and, and trusting yourself to get back to that sense of safety so that you can grow and evolve and heal even more deeply. Absolutely. And I always say that consciousness takes effort. So if you stop applying effort to stay conscious, you're just going to slide right into the social overlays, karmic overlays, body overlays, and so on. So kind of like the more we pay attention, (laughs) remain conscious, the more we have that inner um, navigation. And you made very good points about how the body is actually going to tell us. So if we just get out of our own mental way and listen, then a lot of times I know people rely on emotions. There's a, been a lot of this thing in new age community about just it's all emotion, emotion to me, emotion by itself doesn't quite matter. It's more of an indicator of a belief. And then if you understand the belief, now you can understand the anchor in the body. So sounds like that's similar to how you um, work with your clients, right? Yes. And I would love to say something about that because yeah. I also, I totally agree with you. I think that so many people, they chase emotions when emotions are indicators of something going on, but typically an emotion doesn't come in unless there's a belief attached to it. So I teach people to, to um, identify that belief and then to ask their body, where is this belief being stored in my body? If the belief is somewhere, because it has to be somewhere, the energy wouldn't be manifesting itself as a thought if it wasn't being stored somewhere in one of your energy bodies or, or your field in general or your physical body. And so you have to ask, where is this being stored? And then pay attention to any shifts that happen in the body. And from there you go, okay, the belief is here in my, my right shoulder. So it, is there an emotion here? And if there is, what's that emotion? And then you connect to the sensations of whatever your body is experienced. Maybe I'm feeling tenderness. Maybe I'm feeling like a pinching feeling, or maybe it just feels dense and heavy. And then from there you communicate to the body what do you need? What do I need right here to feel safe? What do I need right here? What does my body need for me to feel safe enough to, to acknowledge, release, process this energy so that this can be freed up? And then once it's freed up, then you connect back with your body. What do I need to fill this energy with that higher vibrating frequency? What frequency wants to come in and what does my body need me to do in order to embody that frequency? And it might be go play. It might be take a nap. It might be journal. It might be cry, dance. It might be call a friend. There's so many different things because we're all so different. We're also multidimensional. It's going to be different depending on whatever limiting belief is coming up. It's probably going to be different for, for all of them. But I do believe that there is such a simple process. And sometimes in the spiritual community, we can get very elaborate with our processes. And we can, um, like you were saying, like we just, we, we begin, things just begin to get morphed and we start chasing, like an emotion to me is a symptom, but we start chasing symptoms. And when in reality, it's just, let's get to the core of it. And the core of it is you. 
you are the common denominator in everything. So let's use you as that landing pad to understand, okay, where on this landing pad needs some adjustments in order for me to feel free to take off into this next level of my life. And so, yes, I totally agree with, with what you said. And I do think that it's so important for people to not necessarily lead with their emotions, but it, that's why also it's so important to, to understand what do you want out of life? Who do you want to become? Who do you want to embody? And what does that version of you feel like? What are they doing? And, and we all know these things. Who do you, how, what is your identity that you want to step into? Because some things can feel really good, but they're not in alignment with that identity. And they can feel really good in the moment, but if they're not in alignment with that identity, is your intuition really telling you to do that thing? Or is it just your mind saying, oh, this would feel really good. And you've conditioned yourself to act on those quick, those just quick impulsive, yes, yeah, this would feel good. When in reality, your body's saying, um, not, not really. Like actually my intuition is telling me like, this is where I want. I want my focus to be, but I'm, I've learned to condition myself to just hear this. Yes. And say, oh yeah, like that does feel good right now. That is like in soul design. That's like literally what we do. We would look at somebody's chart and um, their energetics and like I'm clairvoyant. So I see energy like overlays and all that stuff. And then when somebody's acting from the place of mental decision versus something that's aligned to we call it a vision. So can you speak a little bit about the balance of, let's say, self-acceptance and the vision? Because sometimes people say like, oh, but if I can't have what I want, then like I, I can't accept where I am now if I want to get there. But at the same time, we know that unless you accept where you are, you cannot get anywhere. <laughs> so yes. And actually, I would love to give an example if that's okay with you. Yeah. Okay. So I got into this work through healing my own body. And um, so the example that I want to give is just a relationship we all have, and that's with food. And I tell people now, like, you really can eat whatever you want, whatever you truly want, you can have, because if you, if it's truly serving you, your body will respond positively. Right. And so what happens is that when people, they, they answer that mental, yes, that's like saying, okay, I, I want something like, so I have a craving for ice cream. Okay. Well, my mental yes is I want ice cream, right? But maybe your body is actually saying, I feel like I want something sweet because I want some love right now. And, but we've associated that craving for love for that craving for sweetness. And what we love that is sweet is ice cream. So people are like, oh, so you're saying I can go eat a half a gallon of ice cream and I'll still have the body I want. But is that actually what you want? Or is that just your mental yes? Like you're saying, is that just your mental yes? If you tuned into what you actually want, what you actually need in order to achieve your goal, you would recognize that, oh, I actually want some love, probably from myself. So let me give that to myself. What's something I can do for that? And to answer the second part of your question, um, again, with the body, people treat their, their body and their life, their business relationships as projects that need worked on and not partners that we are in this journey with throughout our life, especially your body. Like you, your body is the number one partner that you have throughout your entire life. And we know this as a partner because we have the consciousness to experience our body. We are not our body. We are experiencing it. 
And so when we stop treating it like a project, because when you think of project, what's the emotional energy that's going behind that? Oh, I got to get this done. It's something that needs achieved. There might be some pressure behind it to perform a certain way or for it to look a certain way. And think about if all of that pressure was being put on you, how would you respond? Probably you would tighten up like a stress response. That's what your body's doing. And that's what the energy we're giving out to our relationships, to our finances, to the next, the, the promotion or the new client that we want to call in. If we are, if we are putting that pressure around it, then when we ease off and we say, okay, actually this is a partnership. So how can I approach my body like a partnership? Well, my partner would probably really like if I appreciated them. Mm. My partner would probably really like if I acknowledged everything that they've done for me day in and day out up until this point in time. My partner would probably really like if I did something nice for them just because. And I always tell people, start doing that with your body and just notice the difference. My partner would probably really like if I listened to to them and what they're actually saying, like I was going back to with that ice cream example, what they're actually saying versus what I think they're saying, right? And so these little steps we can take to really expand our relationships with our body and to jump to that next level. And at first it might be just skipping rocks to get across the pond. Or it might be a quantum leap across the pond, wherever you're at in, in your journey. But, but whether it's skipping rocks or jumping across, you're moving forward and appreciate your body and, and how it's showing up for you and your intuition and how it's guiding you and yourself for doing the work. And from there, then we can move forward because everything that has happened to us up until this point in time is just a, cul- a culmination of our previous thoughts, feelings, words we've spoken, and actions we've taken. We're master manifestors. So we get to celebrate that. Even if you're in a situation that you're not quite fond of, celebrate it because you got yourself there in one way or another, which means you can get yourself out of it and you can move forward with it, but start appreciating everything that you've created, everything that you've done and how your body's worked with you up until this point in time so that you can clear that slate, get to neutral on an energetic, on like an energetic frequency space, get to neutral so that you can build up or go down, but hopefully build up because it's a lot easier to build up from neutral than it is from a lower vibrating frequency of like putting that pressure or like trying to like hustle through it. Yeah. And it's very empowering if you think about that, like, okay, I created this, even this is messy or uncomfortable, it's still my creation, which means I can uncreate it and create something different, like give my body, let's say, energy of love instead of ice cream, or give my body some whatever other energy replacement for food or action, right? Because that that would change not just the behavior, but you still get what you want. You just get what you really want, not what you think you want. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And if we can say like, wow, I created this, that gives our brain proof that we are amazing creators. So like, wow, I created this. If we can switch that perspective to, yes, I created this. So that tells our brain, I'm a powerful creator. What else can I create? So when you're feeling like hard on yourself or, or something that you want hasn't quite shown up yet, remind yourself, I created this, this situation. And I ask, I recommend my clients make a list of everything that you've created up until this point, everything that you've manifested up until this point, big or small, the universe knows no significance. Everything is significant. Your body does not discriminate significance. And so when we can really become aware of all this, we're giving our brain proof I am a master creator. I can create something different. It took me years to create this. Let's see if I can create this in months, 
right? And so we can just play a game and have fun and let the energy expand through that playful energy and celebrate yourself along the way while you're you're teaching your brain, I'm a master creator. You're creating those new neural pathways, which you're literally manifesting thought to thing by creating neural pathways and you're becoming that person and you're enhancing your intuition. Yeah, exactly. And I was just going to link that back to the intuition. So there you go. (laughs) Because that's part of the navigation, right? For the Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you and I can talk about this stuff <laughs> for the next two hours. Uh, this is all really needed in the world right now because of the shift we're doing. So, uh, Monique, what do you have for our audience to maybe start kind of researching what you do to understand a little bit more? Yeah, absolutely. So, I have this soul energy activation that is you connecting to your own energy and you're expanding it from within using different senses. You're engaging your physical senses to enhance your intuitive ones. So it is my gift to whoever would love to use it. I love this exercise. I use it. It's wonderful to do like when you're in a new space, when you're traveling, whenever you're feeling just a little like, oh, I'm feeling a little uneasy then connecting to this energy and then expanding it. You're grounding your energy. You're expanding yours. You're stepping into a more authentic expression of yourself and you're letting your intuition to really take the lead from there. I always say energy before action. So then you can then make whatever decisions that you need to make, trusting that it's going to be with your higher self and your higher consciousness. Awesome. Well, the link is in description of um, the podcast in the show notes in the description of the video. If you're watching us on video, definitely check it out. So this is Monique Hayes, and you can find her on the website, MoniqueHayesHealing.com. And it just was such a wonderful conversation. Like, as I said, I can keep talking with you on and on and on. There's so many questions I can ask you. So thank you so much for being here and sharing your wisdom with us. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. This was really fun. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Conscious Coaches on a Mission. If you are a successful coach, mentor, or a healer who would like to be a guest on my podcast, please visit transcensiongate.com slash podcast. Are you the type of person who loves to help? If you got something out of this interview, I would love you to share this episode on a social media. Just take a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Would love for you to shout us out on Facebook and Instagram at Eugenia Oganova. If you know someone who would be a great guest, tag them on a social media and let them know about the show. And please include the hashtag Conscious Coaches on a Mission. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. I'm regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure that you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and the guests. It means a lot. Want to know more? Go to my website, transcensiongate.com, to advance your consciousness and scale your business in a sustainable way using wealth energetics and soul design. And join my Facebook group called High Ticket Clients Energetics for Spiritual Coaches. Thank you so much for being here, and I'll see you next time.